Jerry, I see you eating over there. I am. That, see, I know how to multitask. This actually, these are uh, chili lime wings from a local pizza place, and they're delicious. And uh, that's why I decided to um, drink tequila with it. I, I figure that is a, uh, a natural pairing. Tequila wings. Oh, you're going to make uh, Kevin salivate over there. They're yeah. chili lime wings. Wait. So. You know, all I can, all I can hear, all, all I can hear from Kevin is heavy breathing. Oh my God, Kevin's front lit now. I could see his face and not just the Jesus. That's what he looks like. Oh my God, Kevin has facial hair. All right, um, I think we could uh, episode seven. I don't even know anymore. Episode seven. I can't. This can't keep happening. This can't Lucky keep. Number going. seven. So uh, now I, I have to commend yourself on uh, commend you on your um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. You must be really proud of whatever it is I did. You can't no, no. think of the words so, to describe it. Yeah, it, it's true. You you, you are very um, you, you have great, great hopes for this podcast. I, I don't know why I can't think of the word, but um, start over. I notice when you name the podcasts that uh, the episode number has like four or five digits in them as if we will ever get to that. that I know. Pod. I did I did like, it sort of half as a joke, half as a well, maybe. Maybe, Who knows? yeah. Yeah. Hi, this is uh, you know, Old Men Yell at Podcast, episode four thousand two hundred and eighty nine, part B. <laughs> <laughs> Something waiting, to work towards. Still waiting on mattress number one. Mm-hmm. Did you also notice I started editing seasons as well? Oh no, you can't see the metadata. Uh, I don't know; it's called metadata uh, tags. I'm sorry. No, Each episode also comes with a tag where you have to um, label what season it is. So technically, we're 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 in season one, and we're still waiting to hear whether or not we'll be picked up for season two. Wouldn't you need a listener to to you know get that kind of feedback? I can hear it just fine. I enjoy okay. listening to every episode at least once. There you go. You know, I, I get a good chuckle out of it, too. So I figure, you know, if I live through it once and I find it amusing listening to it again, then someone out there probably enjoys listening to it once. Well, keep in mind, I also have to listen and re-listen and re-listen every time I edit it. So I get about – I would say no, I am the number one listener of our podcast because I hear each episode – I don't even know how many times over and over and over again. It haunts me in my dreams. And and we thank you for your <laughs> service. So yeah. Okay, so call this season zero, which is like the number of listeners, right? And then when we hit our first listener, that could be season one. Uh, I don't know that's how it works, but okay. okay. If anyone, anyone out there actually listens to this, just like leave a note or tweet something to to cynical Skippy. And, uh, you know, or myself at Jerry Yells. Or, or even Kevin, who sometimes puts yeah. a, a picture up on his Twitter account. Kevin Yells. Uh, Kevin Yells, thank you. Yeah. Well, Fisty, and we have Fisty McAnus. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Can you please change your Twitter handle to that now, please? Yeah, there's also an email. It's oldmenyellowpodcast at gmail.com. Currently, there are only crickets in the inbox. So. I'll have, Season of the crickets. It'll be I'll like, have... Uh, I'll Chinese have you know, I get, I get, I get spam. I am constantly notified of hot singles in my area. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why none of them will respond to my emails. <laughs> so you have tequila. 
Yeah. Well, okay. So you, so so Jerry, you you're um, you're going bananas and some tequila over there. Kevin, what are you drinking? I have my box of wine. Oh, sweet. We're in the same category of shit this week. So I've decided to go back to my little crappy uh, $2.89 bottle of uh, fine two. I don't think it even has Owl a wine. year on it. I don't think it has a year on it. Is it a year? Uh, it's made in California. And, it's ooh, just a month, last month. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Aged 30 minutes. Well, I, first bottle of wine ever with an expiration date on it. And it <laughs> it tells you what it's paired with on the back. Uh, peanut butter and jelly, Chef uh, Boyardee, grilled cheese. No, just poorness <laughs> Hamburger and, self- and self-loathing, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. All right. Wait, so... Why are you classing it up by pouring it into an actual wine glass? Just drink it from the bottle. That's you know, the way I, it's made. I, I was thinking about just using a long twisty straw. But... <laughs> what are the little <laughs> ones that you, you get? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this well this 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 like lets me rational it lets me keep track of how much I, I drank. Because actually the last episode I pulled a Jerry and I don't remember I don't think it happened be, like during the episode itself, but like immediately once I stopped recording, the entire world just started spinning around me, and I almost like just fell on the floor. That yeah, br- that brandy was. I didn't realize how much brandy I drank during that podcast. It was a lot. Just you sent us a picture of like your face, like happy, laying in bed and blissfully drunk. Yeah, so that's how you know it's bad. I don't remember sending that photo. I remember just looking through our conversation and going, what the fuck? Why am I sending sexy photos to Jerry and Kevin? Well, I mean, I know why, but why don't I remember sending sexy photos? <laughs> Who else did I send sexy photos to? You were, like, drooling on the on the pillow as you took it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so maybe sexy is the wrong word. Yeah, but, yes. The, that's accurate. Also, I want to issue a correction. Uh, Kevin, you asked me in the last episode if you can pair third-party controllers with xboxes and i said no i should have clarified i was saying you can't pair wireless controller wireless third-party controllers with xboxes you can however use pretty much anything that you can plug into the xbox because there are a ton of wired controllers you can buy but wireless you have to use official uh microsoft ones i hope i hope you haven't lost any sleep on that topic so like a steam which has the usb dongle you couldn't use that because it's uh, if, I, wireless. If, if I have to explain to you what a wire means, this is going to drag on for two hours. Well, no, not necessarily, because you said you have to plug it in. If he's plug, plugging in the dongle, then maybe it will work. Can I just be an asshole and just be allowed to live? <laughs> yeah, so so well, as it have, turns out, wait, I did the research. Are there times when you're trying not to be an asshole? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and drink my wine. There, there is supposedly a way you can uh, install some app or something that gets uh, a Steam controller to connect. It's uh, apparently it's not a hundred percent, but it works. So I was kind of curious if you can plug in a wired controller, what is stopping you from plugging in a Bluetooth dongle and then connecting to that? Right, because yeah. it's the it's the dongle that connects the controller. I mean, you guys are wow. the computer nerds. Is, you isn't tell that me. what I just said? I, uh, uh, Dude, is that your first bottle? <laughs> <laughs> is this? Are, are you are you going all out and spending like six dollars on alcohol today i will say that's the one great thing well there's many great things about cheap wine but yes the fact that i can get completely destroyed on about three four dollars is really really can be advantageous at certain points 
<laughs> Just because count this... the number of bottles instead of glasses. Well, I, I think the way my life is going, I might have to start counting boxes. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I have I have cheap uh, tequila here. If it if it helps you feel any better. Oh God, yeah. is that Jose Cuervo? No, no, no. It's I don't know what is Durango. Go. It's the finest quality though. It says it right on the bottle. So oh well, speak. yeah. I think my I, hold that's on, a golden tequila too. I think my wine yeah. says quality somewhere on here. Usually I use this to make my getaritas, but uh, you know today I'm just going right from the bottle. So. Huh. Yeah. There's the, no the clear tequila is a better sipping tequila, right? I think. I think that's just preference, not necessarily. You know, There's, this is one of the few good. bottles of wine I've ever drank that just takes no pride in their product. There's nothing like a smooth, dry wine or b- bottled yes. by the best blah, blah, blah in California. Or it gets art- you drunk. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it helps you forget your life yeah. for 285 The label doesn't even wrap around the whole glass. They have to conserve on paper for cost, right? Hey, man, that means they're environmentally respectable or something. So, so – so Skippy, is the uh, is the Kevin Entertainment value and investment number on that wine? Oh, uh, over one. So I wanted to bring that up actually. So I I gave Kevin a bunch of shit for this in the last episode, but I've actually like been I, I spent one day, maybe even like one day and a half, to like actually try to come up with a system to make this work. And I think the whole thing that Kevin came up with assigning dollar per hour value to a product is brilliant one dollar yes per hour yes wait <laughs> what what did i say no no uh, it's what jerry said one dollar okay so i all right over my head anyway so moving on so one dollar wait one dollar per hour right is that we no. still, is that the number? yes one dollar an hour oh yes yeah uh-huh it's your system <laughs> <laughs> he had me with the one dollar thing so i i want to work out like an actual like meter to it because I was thinking, I'm like, well, this thing doesn't really work for everything because for example, a movie will never measure up to a game because in a game you can get like, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, a hundred hours out of it where a movie you're only ever going to get an hour and a half, two hours out of it. But the flaw in that thinking is that you have to equate those things. You don't have to, you only have to equate them to each other. So for example, when you just, when you put it a Kevin entertainment value number to a game, it can be like, you know, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not even doing the math right now. It can be 10, while a movie can have a number of one, but still be a good movie. It'll just be comparable to other. So like we gave this movie a one, we gave this movie a three, we gave this movie a four, but we gave this other game, but like a game can get a value of a 20. It doesn't matter. Those things don't have to equal each other because Mm -hmm. they're different forms of entertainment. So they don't have to go along the same scale. I understand where you're going with that, but there's a flaw in your reasoning. The way the Kevin scale works, no, 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 no. The way the Kevin scale works is it's purely about $1 an hour, so it's time. So if you watch an hour and a half movie, then that will never have a Kevin greater than watching like a two and a half hour movie. So like Spider-Verse, while better than Ant-Man, would never get a higher Kevin rating than like Ant-Man. Both so, entertaining movies, yeah. but Into the Spider-Verse was fucking amazing. Not it, that it, you've seen it the, yet. Right. So, well, the the well, Kevin scale so, applied to movies literally means the longer the movie is, the better. Yes. Yes, yeah, so I took that into account. Hold on. Did Wait. You? I had a thing for that. Hold on. Go I'm check to- your notes. I'm, total- 
I'm totally not making this up as I go along, I promise. Hold on, let me take a sip of my smart juice. Mm. Uh, oh, okay, all right, I got it. So it comes down to actual entertainment. Like, okay, so it's important to note the number of time spent enjoying said thing. Now, yeah, technically you could say, yeah, like if you watch Dune, Dune will probably, you know, have the highest score. But, but, but that actually doesn't even really matter if you think about it. Because technically, if you watch a six-hour movie and you're like, wow, all six hours were amazing, you're still getting the 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 value out of it. So it would make sense that it had a higher score than something in, like Into the Spider-Verse. You're not saying which one is better. You're saying which one brings more value entertainment into your life. Eh? Eh? Oh, that it is the, well, it's the, the Kevin, as you coined it, stands for... Kevin entertainment value and right. investment number. The entertainment value is the time spent and the the investment is the money, the $1 an hour. So I guess I guess if you go to the movies and you watch Into the Spider-Verse and you're like, "Wow, that was really good. I'm going to watch it three more times when it comes out on Netflix." It's Kevin will be higher than some like Ant-Man that you went to the movies once and watched and you're like, that's great, but I never have to see it again. I actually never even thought of factoring in repetitive viewings over. That's actually a good point. I might have to adjust the formula. But yeah, I mean, we may have to tweak the name to make it more appropriate, but I still think it it perfectly makes sense. You can say, all right, I've got three hours to burn and I, you know, I need something that'll give me three hours worth of entertainment. Or you could be like, I have a couple hours to burn. I hate my life, so I'm going to watch Skyscraper, all right? And even though, you know, it has a negative Kevin score value or whatever. So, you know, it gives you a nice way to sort of approach things, depending on how sad the world has made you that day. I, but I think Jerry's on to something. The replayability, uh, rewatchability of a movie definitely is uh, closer to the game analogy so the you know a game most games last more than two hours of course but but you know uh some of them the will even though they might be a 20-hour game they might have replay replayability and then the movies sometimes you know there's a cult classic and you want to watch it how many times or like the example of movies you throw on in the ambient background like in all our conversations about me throwing on a movie before bedtime you know, the, that, uh, you know, there's been a couple of movies where I must have watched it 30 times over the course of two months because of that. So those would equate to if I spent the money to go to the theater, those would be high on the Kevin scale because I, I got a lot of entertainment value out of it for my $15 ticket. Well, that's so fine. You're, you're saying that like Blockers has an, a Kevin of like seven? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That game, that that movie is actually quite funny once you watch it five times, <laughs> Jerry, ten times. Jerry, it's not funny. <laughs> it's really not funny. No, anyway, I agree but, with Kevin that it is. Oh, I see what wink, you did there. Wink, wink, wink. Nice, but yeah. So either way, the formula and the name definitely need some tweaking. But I do think it makes it could actually make for a completely unique rating scale to the things that are talked about on the podcast. I think the name is perfect. I think the name is amazing. And I have to give Skippy credit for coming up with that acronym. I don't remember what it was. I was pretty drunk that day. It was the Kevin Entertainment uh, Value and Investment Number. And like, oh, I, I pissed myself <laughs> when you said that. Like, yeah, yeah. That was, was perfect. Kevin for sure. Yeah, it was Kevin for sure. 
All right, great. I'm glad in that time people have found, you know, cures for diseases, but we're doing something truly meaningful on this thing. <laughs> I've abbreviated Kevin. Uh, that actually is an acronym. Are about, but. Yeah. So because, uh, speaking of, since we're talking about entertainment values, we don't have a system yet. I can't really assign it. Skyscraper has been dethroned as the worst movie I have seen in the last year. Well, in that case, it should be one. like a fist. A you fist know, like, like four fists <laughs> out of <laughs> how many fists? It's, up? it's fresh in my mind because I just oh listened God. to last episode and like you know Kevin with all the fisting. Yeah, I can't. There's no F in Kevin, so I can't come up with the acronym that says like <laughs> you know like amount of fists entering Kevin's rear. Like I don't know what the, I need to come up with something else. But, but yeah, if you ever really just again, are hating life, I highly recommend you watch the last Jurassic Park movie. The oh, Park I saw Kingdom. that the other day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God, fuck me. <laughs> please tell me you didn't like that movie. Please, for love, with that little shred of respect I have left for you, please tell me. Oh, no, no. The only reason why it's I went to the it same, was It's the same kids. shit as the other ones. I So I would definitely say that all the, re- the rest of them are truly shit, but they've I kind of feel like they took it up almost a notch in this one. It was so, so just every moment of that movie and then the ending and then just all. Oh, my God. It's, it's one of those things I kind of regret that I didn't get drunk and um, and do like a like a scene by scene thing I that I usually do. Enjoy that. Uh, yeah, because I actually just alone at home, I kept. I kept pausing it and screaming at the screen because were you just like huddled in the corner alone in the dark, like shivering? No, I was no, it was more of an anger rant kind of thing. So I know, I took the kids to it in the movie uh, to go see it in the movies because they wanted to. So why because do you hate I, your kids? So the Kevin right there is like super low because I'm paying for myself and two kids. Um. And honestly, the only thing that I could remember, you're talking about it, the only thing that I could remember about it is the one scene where they're in the ball and they go off the cliff. And that's probably because that was the like one of the scenes that was in the, the preview. Right. So there's nothing redeeming that my brain said, oh, this was cool. I'm going to file this away so I could check it out again later later in my life i i remember nothing about that movie yeah that's the thing i can't that i think you both probably saw it so long ago if i start referencing specific scenes you won't even recall but it yeah just every like last week every minute of it even the terrible ending where the girl where they try to when you find out what the fuck was the point of the girl being cloned why the hell did they tell you jeff goldblum was in it when he's in it for 30 seconds they literally Wait, the girl was cloned. Did you? Uh, I don't. Oh, know that's right. That's part. right. The little girl, the the that's, the daughter yes. or something. Yes, right. That's yeah. Why see, she... it told you. I remember nothing. Yes, about that. that was that was why she unleashed death and destruction on the entire human race at the very end of the movie because she felt what? akin to all the dinosaurs. Yeah, with the worst line ever. By the way, I can't believe you find a child actor. Like, I, I don't. It's something like she turns to the camera in in one of the like I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing the other takes were even worse because this girl is an absolutely horrific actor. She turns to the camera and just something like when she presses the button and lets them out and everybody looks at her, she just kind of like turns to them and says, I had to. They're alive just like I am. Yes. 
Uh, that was wow. horrible. So you're basically so they've just unleashed these murderous creatures that are going to eat mm-hmm. other like women, men, and children. And because she's <laughs> so like I'm alive, so everyone else can go fuck can off. Die. Like yeah, like, this she like the last like half an hour of the movie is her like witnessing the horror of these things. Like as this uh, yeah. as as this monster like chases her around a building, crawls on the roof, breaks into her bedroom through a window. Somehow. I don't even understand how. Like almost no, he doesn't break in. It's so smart. Yeah, it, it opens like, the, yeah. it opens it with a latch with right. one tiny claw or a large claw. Right. And then like sings to the bedroom and like almost kills it and she's like, you know what's a good idea? Let's like a hundred of those just running amok. Let's <laughs> let death and destruction out on the world. Yeah, it's a goal. Also, did anybody think it was funny that they created a dinosaur that you control? So they said, Okay, the way you get this dinosaur to kill something is you point mm-hmm. this laser gun thing at like its target. And you, you know, and then you press a button and then it so tells the dinosaur to attack. No, no. But here's the thing I don't understand. It's a gun that you point at its target and you squeeze the button or a trigger and then the dinosaur goes and kills it. Why do you need the extra step of the dinosaur killing your target? You're already pointing a gun at it and you're squeezing <laughs> the trigger. <laughs> right. What it's, value, it's what's like the a... entertainment value on that dinosaur? <laughs> it, yeah. It's like one of those uh, the dumbest like, thing I've ever seen. Those targeting lasers that like um, paint a target for like a missile. Yeah, those drum bombs that kill yeah, exactly right. That's like a facility killer, not a stupid you know dinosaur kill a bunch of you know personnel. That was the now I have an image. Out. Yeah, of like a T Rex being dropped, like pushed out of the back <laughs> of an airplane from like fifty thousand feet, falling to the ground. And, like, landing on a guy. <laughs> there's, there's actually a really funny comic. There There was a news article last week that said that, I think it's in Canada, uh, they're airdropping wolves into some park to control the moose population. So it's basically like this comic of, like, a wolf, like, just parachuting. <laughs> like, a moose is, like, <laughs> moose is, like, watching this wolf slowly parachute into the woods. Like, what the fuck? Well, you know what? They need, like, the t-shirt guns, but with wolves. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, shooting wolves yeah. into the park. You, you know what else is funny throughout all, um, not just this movie, but several of them? The T-Rex is like the friendly hero. Like, like yeah. you're supposed to have an, a, 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 you know, an empathy reaction to the T-Rex because it, it, it's the thing that stops the danger of the main characters. Well, not in, this, well, in this one. Well, in this one, it's blue. It's the Velociraptor. But yeah, the T-Rex also makes a couple T-Rex. of things. Yeah. They, need, they need some new shit. They really need to come up with some things. Yeah. Every other scene, even in this movie, yeah, you're right, ends with them being cornered by something. And then the T-Rex bursts through a wall and eats whatever is attacking them. And then stands just up. happens ro- to be right there. Yeah. Then it stands and majestically roars and then looks at them and does not eat them and goes right. about its business. But it doesn't like, even eat whatever it attacked. It like just chomps on it, throws it away or something. Yeah. And then, then it, it roars and says, I'm, you know, I'm the king. Now run. Yeah, yeah, it gets that weird, like, shit, did I leave the oven on, and then runs off. <laughs> exactly. Like, the, the, the T-Rex even says, deus ex machina, and <laughs> runs off. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's bad. It, it's, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. Uh, again, there's also that scene at the end, again, where, um, Jerry, I don't know if you remember, or you do, Kevin, where they're on top of the greenhouse, and they, they, uh, they're about to get attacked by what the endoraptor, whatever it's called. And then the woman who 
just a couple of scenes ago, apparently like had a huge gash in her leg and couldn't even move. Somehow managed to climb on the roof, holding this gigantic gun up with her. And then in, and she has that, that laser pointer gun that directs the, the dinosaur. And then instead of pointing it, like it off into the woods or another roof or literally anywhere in the world, she points it at Owen at the other character yeah. so that the Endoraptor charges at him and hopefully falls through the glass or whatever the hell the point. Why didn't she just point him, point the dinosaur away instead it of pointing ridiculous. it at the child and the other guy? Yeah. The, what sort well, of stupid plan she was did it. She, she, my take on that, which I agree is 100% ridiculous. She pointed it at him because he would lead it away so the kid would survive. And but like he was, somehow but he was they, standing, but he was standing right next to the kid. She right, pointed a tree in the woods, but he moved away. It away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he moved. Yeah, exactly. He moved out of the way, which means probably the laser actually focused right square on the girl. But it doesn't even matter. It was so. It Nothing was such a, I, I looked. I, that was definitely like bro, the movie broke. I looked up and went, "What? What the fuck?" Yeah, that was. Yeah, again, it was one of those things where, and then Blue jumps in. And knocks it down, and it lands conveniently on the horns of the Triceratops skull thing below it, and and is just like, yep, that went just the way we planned it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that thing wasn't it. fragile and sitting there by a couple of chains. Nope, <laughs> it was it was rock sturdy, anchored into the ground with like yeah. steel strength bones in it. Right, and again, yeah, you're right. Why did the why did that thing? It, it okay when it's chasing the girl. It's like bouncing off walls, breaking everything left and right. But then it, when it tries to get into her room, it like gently opens up this tiny little latch on her window and like crawls in through like quietly through the window. Why didn't it like break through the glass and like rip her to shreds instantly? Yeah, that was a full like 20 second, you know, like alien scene where it's like, you know, breathing like crazy and just yeah. like looking at like it can't tell that she's under the blanket. And of course, yeah. I'm saying to myself, you're an idiot stupid girl like what are you doing in the bed that's gonna save you not only that but to like a dinosaur she's probably like a fucking chicken mcnugget you know like chomp 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 oh that did nothing i need to eat more people you know what talking about this movie i i need to i need to drink more yes please do speaking of chicken mcnuggets by the way the other scene that was well there's a lot of incredibly idiotic scenes but the thing where uh, I, w- w- uh, I'm sorry. What did I say? The name of the main Owen. That was the name of the main character, I think. When he's tr- when he's tranked and the lava is coming to him and he's sort of like starting to come flopping out of the tranks <laughs> and he's flopping over. Did you notice he starts doing that when the lava is about a foot from his face? Do you know how hot lava is? Yeah. If it would have. If you get within a foot off. of lava, you are long fried. Y- y- yeah, lava is not hot to the touch. <laughs> puts up a lot of fucking heat yes. just, i just watched a movie with a lot of fire and it's the inconsistency i don't think i don't think people that make movies understand how fires how fire works or how like it gives off heat and other things yeah over like a distance like I, you know has yeah. you know glowing red elements that heat the, and cook you know steak and shit so here's yeah, was, lava with heated red elements you know within inches of your face yeah and he's just like fine he's not even breaking a sweat by the way he's just like whoo Oh, man. <laughs> there was something else similar to that that I saw, like, with space. Oh, oh, um, shit. It was one of the space. episodes in Love, Death, and Robots, which was a good episode, but in it, like, the main character takes her, she, like, applies a tourniquet, 
takes her the glo- she's out in space. Oh, that was a she, great episode. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of Wait, cool wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Kevin, did you watch these yet? I I watched the first like 5, I think. I'm I'm on okay. the vampire one. Well, just, this one's going to get spoiled. It's okay, go for it. But uh, so no, but, like, that, but that's one of the best ones though. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, I have to talk about, about it. it. Kevin, if you don't want to hear it, take your headphones off and we'll, like, wave when we're done. But, <laughs> so, like, I have to give kudos to the episode for their understanding of physics in the sense of this woman's out in space and she's like, oh, my God, I'm drifting away from my spacecraft. So the only thing that I, I have to throw something away from me, you know, like every force you know like if i throw this this object this way i'm going to go that way right good job with physics what they didn't understand was if she took her so she applies a tourniquet to her arm and outside of her spacesuit takes the glove off of her spacesuit exposing her arm now and it like kind of within a matter of seconds freezes over as if she put it in liquid nitrogen. The okay. only problem with that was for her arm to freeze like that, it would take days out in space. Oh, I didn't because know Because there's nothing really for that heat to radiate to. If anything, because she the sun was hitting her, she would have burned because the sun really? would be... Yes. Uh, the, that was she would have to be in complete darkness for that to even like remotely start to happen. The only way for that to happen is like pure, like radiation. There's nothing in space. Well, maybe because she's kind of still in a little bit of atmosphere, it would happen in less than a day, but it wouldn't be immediate. Definitely not in guardians of the galaxy where, uh, what's his face? Star Lord like yeah. puts his little mask on and flies out into like the vacuum of space, fine, and goes to his ship. He could totally do that. Well, yeah, yeah, the 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 thing that would have happened is you know exposed bare flesh. They would have lost all their air and they would have deflated more than they would have lost heat right away. Right, and like maybe she would have been exposed to more radiation. She would have gotten cancer in a few years, possibly. But that that would have it wouldn't have frozen. I have another question about that, since you guys seem to know what the hell you're talking about. So I didn't know that. Thanks for ruining that episode for me. I thought it was I thought it was great. Uh, thanks for bringing <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing science and facts into this. This is America. We don't need your shit. Why can she puncture her suit and? use the air inside to propel herself I she would like have I've totally seen... been able to do that oh yeah, i was like, just because like I, I like yeah, yeah i was gonna say i feel like i've seen that in another movie or a show yeah like that was my first reaction when she when she runs out of the thing i was like oh but she can just puncture something in and move herself but then i remember people telling me that well the martian really fucked that scene up as well so maybe that not scientifically accurate either the biggest scene that was scientifically inaccurate in the martian was the very cause of everything that the whole storm would have never caused that damage because the atmosphere on Mars is so thin. It just doesn't have that kind of force like a horrible, horrible sandstorm on Mars would, would be like a windy day here. The atmosphere is like, uh, I don't know this 
the the actual number, but it might be like a quarter or a tenth of of the the volume of our atmosphere. So if you're getting hit with a 50 or a hundred, like a 200 mile an hour wind on Mars might be like a 20 or a 50 mile an hour wind on earth. Interesting. All right. Well, Oh man. See, I remember a couple episodes ago or a few episodes ago, we were talking about how to break, how you, you know, breaking the news to your kids about that, you know, Santa not being real. I wait, wait, what? A few episodes ago, we discussed about telling no, no, kids. No, no. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I'm drinking. Don't try to pull it. Anyway, what I was going to say is that, like, man, I, I would hate to be your kids. Like, you guys, like, break these, like, facts in pretty strong. Like, I can imagine telling, like, your kid why Santa can't be real. Like, well, honey, you see, uh, sure, it worked on the first few houses. But, but by the time a fat pedophile broke into someone else's house in the middle of the night, he'd probably get shot. So that's why Santa can't possibly be real. Well, have you seen the the equations where they try to figure out exactly how fast Santa would have to go and the friction of the atmosphere against him and how he'd just, like, explode into a fireball? Yeah, and somebody actually uh, – there was another – some scientist brought, like, yeah, quantum physics into it and said, technically speaking, you could do this whole, like, quantum reality thing where, like, Santa actually could exist in multiple places at the same time. So technically he could exist in everyone's house at the same time. This it is, is true, just... but the, the, which is entirely true. But the 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 um, odds of that happening are like so incredibly finite, which is like the what they say about space being infinite, and like somewhere there's probably a Skippy just like you, or or maybe some some extent of it. But no it's like Skippy. Uh, I hope he's drinking better wine. <laughs> yeah, but like. If space is infinite, the sheer just because of that, the sheer probability of like atoms ending up in the same configuration as you, it, it's bound to happen somewhere. Like if you have this infinite amount of yeah, quantum quantum. I've tried to understand quantum physics, and um, you know it's kind of like if you want to get the same experience just drink like three of those bottles and then you'll probably you'll have to think two places like about oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah i i totally end up having an I, like, experience after any, a bottle of this if if anyone says that they study quantum physics i'm like oh you're you're a drug addict <laughs> like you've got to be stoned 100 percent of the time to even like decide to like anything like with theoretical physics so yeah. So did you finish the entire uh, Love, Death, and Robots thing? Yes, I did. Okay. So what did you think in general? I thought it was pretty good. Some of the episodes were really good. I think – I can't remember exact. oh, I, I think the first one was the best. Sunny's Edge? Oh, I, I love that one. The, the one, one with, with the with the the uh, woman who was controlling like the yes. monster. Yes. Yes, that one was awesome. That I was amazing. That I think the second one was like meh. The one. Oh, where... I love the second one. That's the one with the um. The woman who witnesses the murder. No, no, that's the third that's one. That's the second. Yeah. Okay, then the third oh, one. Oh well, well, okay. So that was kind of cool. No, Netflix it apparently kinda, messed with but, the... yeah. Netflix messed with the order of them. Apparently, different people got different, so the episodes in a different order. So I we might have it. Yes. It wrong. For me, this for me the first one was Sunny's Edge, which was yeah, which I absolutely loved. The second one, why am I blanking? I I know the the thing with the um with um 
dominatrix yeah the dominatrix sex worker thing the witnesses of murder that one was the third one i'm trying to remember the oh my god what what the the fourth one was i think with the one with the the three robots yeah on the like walking around no no no. for me that for me that was the second one thank you the that was my that was actually my favorite one the three robots, the three robots ones with the cat. That was my favorite one. That was I, hilarious. That, that was like an oh, easy oh, number yeah, two. Oh, yeah, that was the second one. For me, that was the second one. The third one was the sex worker mm-hmm. who witnesses the murder. I love that one as well. The fourth one was the vampire one, which I thought was. Oh. Uh, I didn't like. I like that, that one. No, my the, my fourth one was the farm workers. Uh, for me, that was the fifth one. The farm workers was also okay. It was it was it was cool. It was it was like visually neat and like there's that little twist in the end was okay. And then, yeah, and then there was a couple of, like, weaker ones crammed there in the middle. So, the for me, the sixth one was the yogurt one, which I liked, but was, okay, whatever. That was cute. Yeah, that was, that was cute. Then there was that one, something like Aquila's Edge or something. No, not Aquila's Edge. Aquila, uh, Beyond Edge. the Aquila Rift. I liked That's that it. one. Yeah, that one was kind of gave me nightmares. I didn't think it was that great, but it was really dark. Like, when, yeah. it, flash, when it flashes and he sees where, you uh-huh. know, what's like, Oh, I don't what's want to spoil actually where real what's, what's actually really going, going on. on. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking terrifying. It was virtual. Then there was the one, the lucky one with the lucky ship. That one I thought was eh. I didn't, I didn't think that was that great. The lucky ship. Hey, that's not what it was called. It was uh, it was. Oh named, yeah, yeah, number thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, number thirteen. I thought that one was eh. Uh, it also it's also very reminiscent of a lot of sci-fi stories uh, that I that I've read. It's just like a different take on that same thing that's been right. done to death. Um, again, it's nicely done. I think the ones that were trying to be way too – where the animation was almost, like, realistic were the less interesting ones. The stylized ones I thought were better. Having said yeah, that, like – Yeah, but I kind of – I think one of the ones that you said, like, uh, was more realistic was the werewolf one, and I kind of like that. I, uh, I think that, that was – See, that I was, like, my – that was my least really? favorite one. I, I thought, thought that, that was kind of cool. That was a new take on it, and I, thought and I enjoyed setup, that. I thought the setup was great, and I thought it was going somewhere else entirely. And then when it ended, I was like, "Oh, that's it! Like he just went out and killed those two, and then, eh, all right." No, the yeah. ending wasn't wasn't fabulous, but I I thought like I thought it was, was a really strong cool. setup. It was like, and they, you know, the the way they were using them, I I kind of enjoyed like little touches, like when they were changing, and he was like r- pulling off the skin. Like, you know, I thought that was kind of interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, towards the end where I was like, oh, you know, I realize now you wouldn't have any tattoos and and you wouldn't have any scars after the fact. But yeah. For yeah, the- I-, I thought it was a different take. I thought it was a very strong setup and good premise. By the way, it's also been that it's it's kind of been done before, too. But, yeah, I thought it was. It was an interesting idea that I didn't think they did much with. Like, I thought the fact that they were werewolves was going to be something they were going to work into more, like, cool supernatural stuff or do something else. But at the end, they're just like, oh, the other side has werewolves, too, and I killed their werewolves. Right. Go, go team werewolf A. <laughs> There's also the thing that you spoke about this transformation. I did like the way they did that. There was a show on – I want to say – it. I don't think it was – it was definitely on Netflix at some point, but I don't think it was an original – no, 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 I'm sorry. It was a Netflix show. A couple of years, a few years ago, there was a sh- an original Netflix show about werewolves that I don't remember the name of, but I can look it up. It was it ran for a few seasons, and the best thing about it was the way they did the transformation. I'll give you the name of the show. Watch it just for the way they turn from human to werewolf. It is so fucking gruesome. Like, oh wow! It's 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 like that episode, you know, 
multiplied by like a thousand. They're just like literally ripping skin, blood, like their own like hair and eyes out, like as they transform. It's incredibly oh, cool. gory. Yeah, you see like bones ripping through skin. It's incredibly gory, but it's also really amazing. Nice. Oh, and I think I think they like I think when they were done, they would like eat their own flesh or something. It was it was pretty fucked up. Well, you know, you don't want to. Lo- those are calories that you're losing. You want to maintain your <laughs> your your weight. I'm yeah, sure. I know. But like, I feel weird like biting my nails, man. I can't imagine like like just eating my own, you know, ankles. Cannibalistic. Or, yeah, or or God, you know, like my own balls. No, that's not cool. Like, what happens if you're like, wow, I'm really tasty, and if you're hungry, you're just gonna start gnawing on your arm or something? Yeah, I mean, huh, maybe that is a solution to a lot of my problems. If you just regenerate it, I mean, mm. who, you know? Yeah. All right. So, I, I mean, I would love to keep talking about but I but we're going to wind up, like, ruining, ruining all of them for uh, for Kevin. Um, I just have one question. I'm curious about, was your last one the Secret War? Yeah. Okay, that was the last one for me. I, I really liked that one. I thought it, I thought the whole thing ended really strong, but, yeah. I thought it, like, it was cool. A lot of them are, are were really different. Some of them just made you go, huh. Like, the, yeah. the Zima one, the Zima Blue that to me was uh, like a, yeah. it wasn't great but it was like kind of like huh yeah you're you know, right that's yeah. that's interesting yeah um, i agree with that yeah it definitely some of them me. are just entertaining um the one with the the freezer that was just like oh that was cute i was shocked that that was the t- the tim miller one so that was the one that uh tim miller the guy who directed the first deadpool that was his i was a little surprised that his was one of the weaker ones I expect well, a lot more. Fun. It's just someone being like, "Oh, this is an idea that I have. It's kind of cute." It was a ten, fifteen, yeah, ten-minute animation. Yeah, and but all he I could, put it out there. And could, like, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, uh, like I said, it wasn't anything great. It was like, oh, that was cute. That was a, a you know, like how many times have we thought like. You know, there's this little civilization in our freezer, you know, or, or something like that. All I could think uh, about while watching that episode was how much better Futurama did it. That's that's it. That's all I'm going to say about oh, it. Oh, I, I, I don't remember that. There's a brilliant Futurama episode that pretty much takes on the exact thing and does it in a much more clever way. But anyway, that's enough because uh, we're losing Kevin over there. Who's <laughs> who? By the way, we gave you a pass on what we do in the shadows because you said you were going to watch Love, Death and Robots. What happened there? Yeah, wow. I started. Wait, now, didn't I go on a whole rant last episode about Kevin being this this huge disappointment? And and he just keeps proving us right. And to thank Kevin, I defended you. Now, now these are, are 10 and 15 minutes. Wait, I'm going to go down the list and tell you how long There's each episode is. So that's 16 minutes, two, 7 minutes, 10 minutes, 8 minutes, 10 minutes. three Even hours. Even if you were falling asleep to these. <laughs> Like you'd get, you'd be able to watch three of them a night while still conscious. Like you uh, have sit on the no toilet excuse. and watch an episode. You could take a shit. Yes, yeah. you could take a shit. You could <laughs> clear a, an episode full while while squeezing out a full shit. Well, maybe not you. You're probably a little bit looser with all the fists, but and everything, but wow. going up there. So like, it just you know, falls out of him as he walks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, that has to live for another three or four episodes. We love ain't, you, Kevin. Ain't no leakage, huh? Yes. But, uh... <laughs> well, well, they have potato chips for that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you have no excuse. Uh, yeah. So. 
Unless it's work, family, or other adult responsibilities. But besides (laughs) from those, you've got absolutely zero excuse. You Uh, have to watch the movie What We Do in the Shadows because the the TV series comes out, what, Wednesday? The 27th, is it? I think think the 27th is when it comes out, yeah. I am very, I am very, I have to watch the first episode, the, the movie too, just, just for my own sake, but Mm. I do that. Yeah. Also, I think I'm, I I was going to wait. I'm sorry. What Jerry, we lost you there. What's the the series coming out on, uh, on FX. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we mentioned last time that we were actually, okay. So forget new shows We're we kind of brought up the topic of old sitcoms, which, I've been rewatching, and I, some of them have been rewatching by myself. Some of them rewatching with my wife, and it's really interesting to watch rewatch old shows, especially ones from like 20, 30 years ago, just to see kind of how they held up or have not over time. And it, so, like one in particular that I brought up was Cheers, and it's it's easy to see now why that show was so kind of popular at its time because honestly, if you watch it now. It's still a really enjoyable sitcom, but it, wow, it opens up a whole window into what, like, was acceptable and what was popular and what was, like, I guess, you know, what the hot topics of the day were. It's weird, sort of like a like a window into the past kind of thing. Like, some of the stuff, like, you could totally not get away with anymore, like, you know, today. Some things, thank God, we've sort of progressed and moved forward on. You know, but my God, like, like that show is definitely still like it, it still holds up. Like it's still, you don't, it, you can tell that it's a, it's a sitcom from a couple of decades ago, but it, it sort of retains its, I want to say kind of like human nature. Like the characters are relatable. You can totally, you can totally believe like, you know, those people existed years ago, but you can believe that they existed years ago. It doesn't right. seem like unrealistic. I, I mean, obviously it's all scripted, whatever, but like. You look back on it and go, oh, my God, I used to talk like that. Oh, God, I used to dress like that. Oh, God, I used to think like that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I don't know about, like, you guys, but, like, you rewatch an ultra like that. I think one of the reasons it actually did sort of resonate with a lot of people is my memory from when I was younger when I watched Cheers originally and versus watching it now. is Back then, I just thought it was, like, a silly sitcom that had some jokes. You watch it again, man, that show is actually kind of gets – pretty dark and depressing at certain points like those were some really sad people back then that some of the you know some of the people that like frequented that bar like you start thinking about their lives like norm and cliff and stuff dude they were like just battling depression in that in that sitcom holy crap and sam was like this aging like sex obsessed fucking like loser with no direction in his life and Oh man, like it's really, really so people that we can relate life. to. You're saying, yeah, it's like it's like looking into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, it's it's funny because I, I've been rewatching Charles in Charge, and oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, God. yeah, you know, it's it's funny because I I haven't gone back and and rewatch that. I think if I was going to rewatch anything, it would be um, Greatest American Hero because you know. Uh, I, have I, I have a sound clip. a sound clip for that. I can't believe <laughs> it myself. Don't it's not the same. Oh, really? It's not the same if it's slurred. If it's not slurred, I mean, Sorry. you're way too sober this time around. I guess so. Uh, more tequila. 
No, you know, it's, there's the problem, and and I'd love to go back and watch some. Oh, my dog is looking at me weird. Like, what's going on with you, man? I'd Wait, love to do- watch. Your dog has never seen you drunk and singing before. I don't believe that for a second. No, he just gets worried when I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god, are they still doing this fucking stupid show? <laughs> I mean, no, but, woof woof. Like with with the thing we we were talking about this over that that uh, signal uh, thread that we were when we were talking about the uh, network throttling on on cellular networks, like where you'd have to watch like 66 movies a day or something on Netflix to, to hit this, uh, whatever cap it was. Right. The thing is, is that nowadays there's so much shit on Netflix and so much shit on, on all these streaming networks. Like I, I still have to watch season two and, and because I have to watch season two, I want to watch season one of, um, the, the zombie chick drew Barrymore. Santa Clarita um, Diet. Santa Clar- yes, you know, and like... Yeah, season three is about to start, so you better oh, catch up. There you go. You know, I haven't finished watching probably the last two or three seasons now of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is a show that I really enjoyed, and I'd like to keep watching it. Uh, um, it goes downhill if, at season four. Season uh, four starts out amazing and goes really quickly downhill. That's yeah. just one man's opinion, sorry. Go ahead. But, and then, by the way, I don't know how you like Captain Marvel... Kevin, but I, it was a good movie. But I have to say, I enjoyed the it. De aging of Nick Fury and and um, Coulson, yeah, who, uh, you know, Sam Jackson and uh, oh, I can't remember his name. He's got like two first names, but uh, anyway, the guy who plays Coulson was fucking spectacular. It was great. The the Coulson you could you could just make out barely, but it didn't like break the scene uh, yeah. but sam samuel jackson was amazing like i was like watching him in all his natural person yeah uh, he was 30 years younger it was yeah. amazing i'd just like to point out that three minutes ago we were talking about cheers how are we how the hell did we get to de-aging samuel L. jackson and can we find a way to actually de-age samuel L. jackson he needs to live forever this this you know yeah can well, you apply the science thing you told me about earlier to keeping him alive Forever. I, I him, really him and Morgan Freeman, please. Yeah. <laughs> I really feel that after watching that, we're kind of at the point where you just need anyone to stand in like fucking. Oh, who, no. You're, oh, you're saying they're going to do guy, that shit like in uh, who, what they that, did with Morph Tarkin or whatever in uh, Rogue One. Yeah, where they yeah. basically took an actor that's been dead for 20 years and digitally put him yes. into things. That's yes. terrible. That who's, can't be the future. Who's the the guy that does all of the um the fucking uh, motion capture stuff? He played Gollum. He was in uh, uh, Andy Circus. I, I know, yeah, Andy Circus. By he the way, if, play... when I remember a name and you can't, that's really bad. Yes, yes, no, Andy Circus. <laughs> I'm I'm having just a general brain fart day. I can't remember stuff that I should. Um, Andy Circus will be able to play everyone from now on. I, I really feel like uh, I'm sure they could do voice you know, modulation technology and like with the de-aging and all of that, that was, that was pretty impressive. You can't have Andy Serkis play Samuel L. Jackson. That's blackface and that's racist. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Have you, um, have you ever seen the, uh, con man 
episodes alan tudyk's uh alan tudyk and nathan fillion did their no i back i backed that show on uh was it indigo uh, indiegogo or kickstarter i forget and i haven't seen a single episode of it oh it was funny i i saw the first that the the first season i still have to watch the second season but one of the characters in it is like he's effectively andy circus he's like a motion capture expert Oh, and he right. hates Andy Circus because Andy Circus gets all the big jobs and everything. But he's fucking hilarious. So you have to watch it. Watch Con Man. It's great. And it's totally Alan Tudyk and 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 Nathan Fillion poking fun at themselves. Yeah, that's well, that's why I basically funded it because they're like, all right, we're gonna have Nathan Fillion. I'm like, uh, okay, you can stop. Here, money. Here, here, just take money. And they're like, no, no, but wait, there's gonna be. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Just hear money. Just do Nathan Fillion. Whatever. I don't care. I, I will warn you, one of the characters in it is Felicia Day. Yeah. And I know how you feel about Felicia Day. There's something really <laughs> weird going on with – I don't know how she keeps getting put into things. No, usually, nobody likes her. Nobody enjoys seeing her or hearing her or just her – existing i don't understand why she's in so many things that i like just i don't know i enjoyed the guild i loved the guild oh god i i I don't know how and and like i could dr horrible uh great movie that was amazing but think of how much better it would have been without her I okay i like i tried watching um well okay i mean she she has that going for her yeah she somehow ruined that like how do you ruin being a That's not impossible. Oh, no, she's well, she's the worst. I no, and I think the guild might have been enjoyable if she was not in it. And again, like I tried, but the the second she comes on screen, no, I, I can't. I, I can't. After five seconds, I can't listen to her voice. I can't look at her. I just I can't. She. I mean, you know how much I love Hello from the Magic Tavern, and the one episode she's on, I barely got through. That was kind of a bad episode. She's I because agree. she's not funny. She's not interesting. There's nothing appealing about her. Uh, sorry, I don't know why I'm so angry. You, you want to hate fucker, don't you? No, I really don't. No, I really, <laughs> I really don't. Uh, there's okay. I'm not. I'm not condoning this. This was really mean. I was at. Uh, I was at some comic con, and uh, this was like years ago. No, it was. Um, uh, it was the one that Penny Arcade does. I forget. Uh, they have these video game conventions that they do. A couple of I can't believe I'm blanking on the name, but anyway, of, but of course I remember Andy Circus. Anyway, so she was like a speaker at some panel, and I just remember like uh, some guy like walking out of her panel and and going, um, uh, oh fuck, now I don't remember. Great, all this built up to a joke I completely forgot. Anyway, the point is she sucks. <laughs> That's the point. No, she was she was a bitch about it. I remember you telling me the story. She was a bitch about it, and you were like, oh fuck you. Oh, and yeah, I no, understand how that. No, that's yeah, that's the thing. She's completely cocky and arrogant about herself. She she kind of tries to play it off like, oh, I'm this cool like tomboy nerdy chick or whatever. She's not. She's full. She's completely full of herself, and she thinks people should worship the ground she walks on. Yeah, I, I can understand how that could totally ruin everything. Um, many many years ago, um, my brother was on saturday night live he had a little part on saturday night live wait what and we were there this was when billy crystal and rich hall were on there and they were the nicest fucking people like billy crystal was cool and was joking around with us and like rich hall he like gave me autographed he he this was when he was doing those uh sniglets books 
like funny words or something. Oh, they it was like basically it. a book with like funny cartoons and words where like you take two things and like like you shit and you farted, you sharted, that kind of stuff. And they were called Sniglets or whatnot. But he like gave me an autograph book Comedy. Of, of this. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. But and I remember like oh who was it? Randy Quaid. Fucking and I was like twelve years old at the time. I asked Randy Quaid for an autograph, and he was like, "Dear Jerry, choke my chicken, Randy." And I was like, "What oh does God. choke my chicken mean?" <laughs> like, did you, did you say you were thirteen at the time? Like twelve or no, or I'm maybe even younger. I don't know. And Quaid but, told you to choke his chicken, dude. Yes, that, yes. That's a lawsuit. What the well, hell? Well, again, you know, like this was back in the days when Cheers was was around, you know. Oh my but, god. Uh, he, Oh my god, he never landed you. What the fuck? It's not cool, man. <laughs> so, but um, and like I remember, I think Howard Cosell was on there, and you know, I was like, "Can I have your autograph?" And he was like, "Well, what do you say? Do you say please?" And he was just a dick about it. And I was like, "Oh, never mind. Fuck you. I don't want your autograph." But like, and, and that's kind of like a, a minor example, I guess, from the the eyes of a 12 or 13 year old but wait but yeah can he, go, wait yeah. can we backtrack to this a little bit where did randy quaid touch you he didn't touch me I, okay we were at what was it tavern on the green that that place in the, it's a, like a bar and we were there and like it was like an after cast party i don't know why we were there but randy okay. quaid was there i'm gonna hold Harry up this doll. was there hold on. i got hold on. i'm gonna hold up this puppet and i'm gonna point to various I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up a doll. And various parts of the doll, and you tell me where Randy Quaid touched you. Is is it is it here? I'm just gonna no, point to one spot. Randy did, Quaid did touch me there. Oh my God, Randy Quaid no. touched you there. Oh no. no, this is so awkward. No. Yeah, like I met him. I met Carrie Fisher and everything. It was cool. But um, well, you met Carrie Fisher. Yes, I did. I met Carrie Fisher. See now, if she touched you, that would have been okay. Yeah, she touched me there. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, like the moral of the story is when people are just dicks and full of themselves, you're like, well, you're a dick. Fuck you. I don't care about you anymore. Really? I was hoping the moral of the story was that grown men should not touch 12 year old boys. But OK, I guess we got a different moral out of that story. No, that's OK. OK. All right, so Kevin, you... Sure. Hey, Kevin, so you've been kind of quiet this whole uh, this whole episode. Well, there was all the, he's, the, he's saying the episodes he I didn't see. He has to eat. So uh, we could just talk about him for the next hour because... We've only been recording for like an hour and a half, so I think we have to go for another hour and a half before the episode's done. Well, yeah, I don't think we're gonna since this is gonna be a shorter episode. I don't think we need to take a break. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna push through this one. Wait, right? wait, what? I'm I'm scared now. Well, I mean, unless you guys want to take a break. Well, well, I'm taking a break. <laughs> okay, so Kevin's taking a break. Why don't we all take a break then? <laughs> Fine. Can Kevin uh, come back after after dinner or? Or is it just going to be Skippy and I talking about Kevin? Oh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll see what happens. But yeah, let's take a <laughs> let's take a break here. I want to see if I, if I can drink another ten cents of wine in the meantime, and then we'll revisit this whole thing. All right, go get your go get another bottle of tequila. All right, so. so we're back from the break, and there's now less of us. Although, to be completely honest, if I never said that Kevin was part of this episode, you'd never know. He was he was rather quiet and reserved. He had a well, I, sadness. I think, no, I don't think it was sadness. I think it was um, 
a little bit of apprehension, excitement and everything. He told me that he found someone on Craigslist with elephantitis of the hand. And uh, oh. so he, you know, scheduled like a little fisting episode there. He wasn't sure if he was going to be able to take it all, but I think it was kind of the excitement of of like you know this this unknown, and so he's off doing that now. So, oh, did you think we? Oh, I feel bad. I feel like we didn't talk about fisting enough. That's why no, he felt no. so left out. But we could do that now. It's I the mean, one thing that he was you know, really truly invested in recently. It, it was, it was. So, and <laughs> and I think when he listens back on this, when he's not here, he'll he'll know that we really cared for him and 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 understood what he enjoyed and what he loved. I do. I, I you know I really hope he takes it all in. Uh, uh. <laughs> all right so so uh, so moving on to other things i mean this wouldn't be an episode of our podcast if i didn't spend at least a few minutes of it bitching about facebook so if i can just take a couple of minutes to bitch about facebook i'd be really really happy why they only what expose 600 million passwords i mean yeah i feel like do you know how, like that many. i i like f- facebook has pretty much become the Donald Trump of social media or like the Donald Trump of the tech world, I guess say, because literally every few days something else happens and it's like, yep, Facebook did it again. And they're totally going to get away with it. Chucking. Yeah. They put something like 600 million user passwords into simple text for everyone. Well, I don't know. What the fuck? For their employees to see. And I don't know about you, but, me personally, I don't exactly trust people that work at Facebook. In fact, I would right. go as far to say is I trust pretty much everyone else more than I trust anyone that opts to work at Facebook, uh, you know, excluding certain positions there. But in general, the last people on this earth that I want access to, like, my password are people that work at fucking Facebook. Aren't these the same people that, that we were discussing a few episodes ago that, like, were treated like shit? And horribly and and clinically depressed by the company and like so he, if they could do something to harm the company like expose 600 million passwords and plain text. So I'm not sure because that technically so those people are work actually I think for another company that Facebook subcontracts out I believe. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure if this meant like the people that were but here I don't know how any of the their company structure works so I don't know but the point is. A lot of people had access to your passwords, and I don't understand why they had to be stored in simple in simple text, and I also don't understand yeah. why they needed to have access to that information. Right. There's just no reason. It's just carelessness. It just shows, again, that this company just does not give a shit about your privacy at all, so, like about your information, your data, your privacy. They do not give a shit about their users in the least. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Hold on here. How many people? Yeah, hold on. Let me check my Instagram. Or really Facebook. Uh, so, how many employees does Facebook have in 2018? Over 25,000 people. Oh, now, I work God, for maybe. a firm of like maybe a thousand people, and and as I said last episode, I I am an application developer on like the the core applications that everyone needs and basically they say when you need access to such and such database we will determine that and then give you access to that database so 
this this corporate this this for this this company that's like one twenty fifth the size of Facebook says because of security reasons and compliance reasons and just like don't fuck shit up reasons, we're only going to give access to stuff when you need it. So the fact and and we don't have passwords stored in plain text. I know that much. Like which is something you should never ever do. Ever. Duh. But like so why this company of 25,000 people of all of this this personal information and everything doesn't understand that? I don't I I Oh I no, they understand, understand it. it. They just give zero fucks. They're they just keep, lazy fucks. Yeah, that's why I keep saying all these tech companies just keep doing fucked up shit just to see what they can get away with. Because even if they get caught, right? Like even if they get fined, they're like, "Oh no, we have like a 10 million dollar fine." Oh, wait, hold on. And we just made $10 million in the time it took me to think about that. Good. Here you go. Take the money. They're literally just standing there doing, you know, the old, like, you know, flipping dollar bills at, like, regulation agencies because they they do not give a shit because, like, okay, so what have we learned? from These are basically, like, them running experiments. They're like, all right, so now we know we can get away with this and we can't get away with this. But if we can't get away with it, it only costs us this much, so that's fine. It's like looking at saying – It'll cost us this much to keep data secure, but it'll keep us, but it'll cost us a fraction of that to pay a fine when we get caught for not keeping data secure. So let's just pay the fine. Right. That's, that's why fines should be like a percentage of your your profits or your income or something like that, because you know, like a ten million dollar fine on a smaller company is going to bankrupt them, but Facebook or Google or Apple is going to be the equivalent of a mosquito bite. So if like you put this fine where like if you do X, Y, or Z and you're going to lose ten percent of whatever your income was or you know, like last year or something like that, then these companies might go, Oh yeah, we should we should secure against this or something and not just like like you said, oh wait, five, four, three, two paid. Sure. Right. Or institute the, some sort of policy where you where you have a certain amount of strikes. You know, how many right. how many mistakes can Facebook make before somebody uh, Facebook make? How many? Excuse me. How many mistakes can Facebook make before somebody steps in and says, "This is an incompetently run company. They are handling way too much of people's information at this point. They and they've shown time and time again that they can't handle it in a you know in a secure, professional, safe way." That's it. Like, just that's it. You're done. You are no longer allowed to operate. If you were a surgeon that killed a couple of patients, somebody would step in and say, all right, you're no longer. That's it. You lost yeah. your medical license. OK, Facebook has destabilized democracy in this fucking world. And they're like, no, oh, that's a slap on the wrist. Like, how now, Facebook, you got to stop doing yeah. that. Oh, you're still doing that. Typical oh, what, what, Facebook. Removing Elizabeth. Elizabeth Warren's post. Oh, uh, you know that's so cute, but you gotta stop that. Yeah, but you can do, right, and they'll be like, "Oh, we'll stop that," but we've got plenty more lined up. Yeah, Don't worry. Exactly. Uh, Don't worry. We'll put Vladimir Putin in her place. Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of, and 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 I didn't. The stupid stuff. I didn't read all of uh, the, exactly. the details of this. 
But uh, so I, I, I was flipping through my news feed yesterday and I see like Trump reverses the sanctions that the United States put on North Korea like yep. the day after. Yep, and like own. it's just like it's just a face slap. Like I, I don't even I, I don't even want to go there. I'm just hoping that this Mueller report that was released yesterday has will do something and hey trump himself said send it out to the public so so here's the, yeah so his own people the people that he appointed uh put these uh sanctions in place against north korea and this very same day trump went against the people his own fucking people and said that he's lifting those sanctions and Sarah Huckabee Sanders walked right in front of the cameras and said he did this because he likes Kim. One of the world's worst dictators, a, a fucking murderer, an oppressive an, – an oppressive murderer for that matter. He, he's just like – the president likes him, so he lifted these sanctions. And that's it. Yeah, the that, president that, likes yeah. him because yeah. he's good at what he does. He murders lots of people efficiently. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. does it job they could be americans they could be koreans north or south he doesn't discriminate he's not a racist he murders everyone yeah there you go he's like the thanos of the world he's very fair and balanced there you go fox news so as far as the Mueller report (laughs) i think it's going to be a while before we understand the full fallout of it there's i can't there's been so many hot takes on it i it i really recommend not reading anything about it until like the dust be well it's going to be a while before the dust settles but all the hot takes, you know, from one side, they're screaming, oh, there's no more indictments. That means Trump and his cronies were right the whole time and they're not getting away with it. And they're going to be able to in 2020, they're going to be screaming, yeah, see, we told you there was no Russian collusion. And Democrats made this whole thing up because they want to take over the country and blah, blah, blah. Vote Republican. We're great. And other people are saying, no, this is just the beginning. And the Mueller report was never going to be like this, um, uh, the, the the big smoking gun. And other people are saying the smocking it, gun. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then like there was, and then some people are. There's like there's so many. There's just so many hot takes on this. I I can't. I had to just stop reading about it because at this point it's all opinion. And until Congress, at least Congress, is briefed on all this, we won't know anything. And even after they're briefed, there's going to be a fight to get the entire report released to the public. I I don't know. Plus, now they're saying that the Mueller report is only one piece and it's going to be used to bring other investigations against Trump forward. And then they're saying uh, other people are saying none of this matters. It's the indictments that New York has going against. Them. It's just it's a fucking mess. I can't. I, I can't. Right. The, the thing with New York going against it is that's at the state level and that's different from the federal levels. And right. the same thing with um Manafort and all that, all those other players. Trump can pardon federal crimes, but not state crimes. So yeah, like right. yep. you know, there's stuff like that. But and also there's the whole like impeachment thing because there are Democrats saying that they they, they don't want to do go the impeachment route. And I wonder if they're like, well, right now we have like a two year old at the helm, and he's playing with stuff and breaking it a little bit but he's not causing like horrible damage and they might be worried that if um 
who's the Pence. president? Pence, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I don't. I can't blame you for forgetting that he exists because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's got half a brain on his shoulders. He might be able to do real mm-hmm. conservative damage. So they might be like, oh, let's keep him away from it because Trump just has weird mood swings and shit like that. I- I agree. I think honestly, I've always said that impeaching Trump is completely pointless. It it right. it, it it harms the cause more than anything else. Because yes, at right. that point, yeah, he's a bumbling idiot who hasn't been able to get anything accomplished. You don't want a semi competent idiot in 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 his place that actually right. will like will destroy the country. Right. Yeah. So at least they 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 understand that, and they're like, oh, we have like one and a half, two more years, and then we could be done with this stuff. We'll sweep it under the rug, pretend that it never happened, and hopefully we'll have like someone competent, you know. And and I have to do my homework with all of the what what are we up to? Ninety seven, ninety eight Democrats <laughs> that are running. Every everybody's but, running. Like, it's it's easier to name people that aren't running it. Or yeah, point. I know. I, I was thinking about saying I'm running just for shits and giggles, you know, like no, Beto O'Rourke made no what, like six million dollars in his first day. He oh, like fuck. jumped up on a bar table oh. and was like, "I'm running," and people were like, "Take my fucking money," because Dude. anything's better than Trump. I have never. Yeah, it's such a shit. I've. Uh... God, I I definitely I'll admit I pulled a complete 180 on Beto. I really liked him when he was running in Texas. I can't fucking stand him anymore. I and and there's and he has a very strong. I mean, again, yes, if he gets a primary, whatever, I'll vote for him. He's far from the worst possible option, much better than the Hillary Clinton option back in 2016. But oh, man, he's another one of those like he's not good. He's 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 not. And at this point, you know what? He's uh, he he walked back from support uh, for Medicare for all. And at this point, I'm sorry, if you're not supporting Medicare for all, you're not getting my vote. Like you're just not. Yeah. No, it's, although he's backing, how much of it go on? uh, He's backing Medicare for America, which is a different plan. And it's not the worst thing. It's really, really not. But it, no, like we just like, I'm tired of these compromises. I, I know I was very, you know, way overly optimistic when Obama was talking about providing universal health care back when he was running. And that was one of the reasons that I vote, uh, voted for him originally. And, you know, when the ACA passed, yes, the ACA is was a huge step forward and it did a lot of it improved a lot of things. Wait, right now, our listener Obama. may or may not be saying ACA. I've never heard of that before. Oh, I'm You're not sorry. calling Obamacare. it by its true name. There I'm sorry. you go. Obamacare, yes. Uh, <laughs> Obamacare, and it's fine. You can go with Obamacare because he he's owned it and for all its benefits and faults. But it definitely look. It, it was an improvement. It was it was a good thing. But it was so not what I voted for. And so that's another thing. Like now they're talking about this whole Medicare for America thing, which isn't exactly single payer health care. I'm I'm done with compromises. Like so. Okay, let me play devil's advocate here. And what if, and I'm not saying that he is or isn't, I'm just saying what if nothing, absolutely nothing that Trump has said has been the truth, except for I'm going to... That's not the devil's advocate. That's, that's, build a that's wall. actually what's happening. You, you know, so like he wants to build a wall and he's trying so hard to build the wall or whatnot. So no, let's play devil's advocate here. And let's say that like... Beto is saying, oh, 
you know, with this, um, just with everything that's going on, let me play instead of to all the way to the left or whatnot, let me like go towards the middle a little bit. And well, that's what say, he is. He is. That's not that was it. He's, he's, he, that's the thing. He's sort of moving towards the center more and more every day, which is upsetting. Right. Uh, what if that's planned? What if that's marketing? What if that's not exactly what he will, how he will act once he's, if he's in office? Because you know what? If everything that the president says on a daily basis is a fucking lie, if he gets into office and then says, you know what? I want to do X, Y, or Z, and like, 20 or 50 percent of what he says is a lie compared to what he campaigned for we'd be like oh that's significantly better you know like what if that's like if i could get it it's a little bit um machiavellian you know like if i i will do whatever i can to get the most votes to get into the door and then once i could i do that i can do so much good for the world it's like it seems like every movie nowadays is like i'm i'm watching like the you know it's like what is it the the marvel endgame movie uh infinity war and and like i'm watching uh what is it the order which is is okay uh, one of the netflix shows but they bring up ethics in it and like is it's kind of like how many people like what can you sacrifice that's good that makes it like sacrifices now that are seem to be bad that are better in the end so like i will lie now but to get into office but once i get into office i can do such good things you know i will say it's medicare for so and so and so and so and and americans only or or, you know, we're going to curtail or we're going to look at um, immigration and everything. And once you get into office, you're like, fuck you, human rights. People are people, you know, just because you live in another country or you speak another language doesn't mean that you're any less of a human being. But they have to make sure that they get into office first to do that. Do, so do, you're do, asking me. So so I okay. So I totally understand now why you approach this with the devil's advocate thing. So you're asking basically. Okay, here are the two barriers you're facing. One, you're expecting anyone to believe that any politician would say one thing and then do better when they're in office. I think that hap has well, happened. Well, I've exactly been drinking tequila for two hours. I've been yeah. drinking tequila straight for two hours. So give me right. a little break there yeah the notion that's like you pulling up to a gas station paying for you know for 87 octane gas and then the gas station going you know what we're gonna give you 95 because you're a good guy like that's not gonna happen no politician is gonna say i got elected based on this platform but you know what good news those other people i'm gonna do you one better i i that's that's a that's a big leap of faith that's that's bigger than the whole santa thing the second problem with that is that don't forget they have to kind of get all the shit approved so that means running through congress and and the senate i'm sorry through the house of representatives and the senate and that means dealing with fucking political dinosaurs like pelosi and schumer and what they're going to come back and say you're going against the promises that you made that got you elected which means that you're hurting the quote-unquote brand 
of our Democratic Party. And that means that in the upcoming midterms or then, you know, the other presidential elections, you're not going to be pissing off the people who voted for you because they now can't trust you. And you're just lining up uh, another Trump to get into office. So they're going to basically cod block anything he tries to do and, and what if you, he like jumped up on the desk like he does on the bars and like bitch slapped him and was like fuck you i'm president now see i can see bernie doing that but i can't see beto doing that beto I, is not beto is not this uh, nah see uh, i think bernie He's would not be it. like a little step ladder to get up there he you know, jump up there. You know what? You'd think that. But, dude, he's in his 70s, and that man is— He's a spry 70? Yeah, knock on wood. That man is in better shape than I am. Yeah, I, but— I, I mean, in every sense of that word. Like, he really is. Like, he—you know, I read about some of the things that they have to go through uh, on the campaign trail. I couldn't fucking do it. I, I Seriously, I could not do it. I have no idea how a 73-year-old man does what Bernie Sanders does. Is he 73 now? Uh, he might or be— I don't know. It might be 173. I don't know. But yeah. the point is, he's pride, man. He's, yeah. He's got the energy of, like, I walk three miles every day. <laughs> Uphill. Yeah. 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 I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, like, at this point, if they told me that he drunk, if he drinks the blood of orphans every night to, to stay in that kind of shape, I'd be like, yeah, I believe that because there's no rational explanation. Because I mean, I mean, what else can there be? What he takes vitamins? Bullshit. <laughs> Speaking about drinking the blood of something, uh, total segue here. <laughs> Dude, did you? Would you like me to mute the mic? Would you like me? <laughs> no, to no, no, no. Right? <laughs> so last night was game night at my uh, daughter's um, school, and not... I... we is getting. Oh God, this is worse than the Randy Quaid shit. Okay, go no, ahead. No, 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 no. No, no bad touches. Um, no, just bleeding. Go ahead. So she she was like, oh, I, they were doing like board game stuff and they were doing like D&D. So she's like, oh, can you sign me up for D&D? So I was like, yeah, sure. And and so um, I signed her up for D&D. And like we're in this, you know, like this cafeteria like place. And she's on the exact other side of the the room so like i'm here she's like over here this is the the cafeteria or whatnot as far as away possible as i could be and i could hear her and her friends they're playing D, like you know 10 11 year old kids and all i hear is like screams of like blood and death and murder and then like one of her friends comes over and he's like, oh, yeah. And she ate the heart of the spider that she killed and like this and like that. And like then her friend comes over and her friend is like, DD is the best game ever. And like blood, blood, guts, blood, murder, blood, guts and like violence. It oh like runs back, and I'm like, "Well, that's good. At least it's not like they're having sex with like harpies or something." <laughs> but... Did you ever see the movie Battle Royale, the original one? Well, uh, sorry, well, the movie Battle Royale. I don't think so. Uh, okay, well, first of all, you should see it. It's an incredible. Mo- it really is an incredible movie. The whole movie starts out is one of the best creepy opening scenes. Do you know the premise of Battle Royale? 
Well, no, I've never seen it. I've never heard of it before. Oh, so okay. Battle Royale. It is uh, either a ch- I don't remember if it's a Chinese or a Japanese movie, but it's the one that uh, a lot of people say that Hunger Games ripped it off. And the reason for that is because it, it's it's amazing. You absolutely have to see it again. It's one of those classic films that everyone should see. The premise is that there are so many, I think, people – it's a form of population control. So what they do is they take students – and they whisk them off to this island, and they drop a bunch of students on an island. They give them weapons, and it's a battle royale. There's one survivor in the end. They fight to the death, and one person, like, leaves the island. It's what the entire battle royale genre is based on. Oh, okay. That's why it's called battle royale. So what you just described reminds me of the one of the opening scenes where – oh, and they televised the whole thing. So – they're showing the the movie starts out with them, you know, uh, showing the end of the uh, one of the seasons of Battle Royale. And it's uh-huh. this like little girl that's walking out of the woods and she's just like covered head to toe in blood, like holding a, like a knife or like a crossbow or something. I don't forget. It's just like just like with this really creepy smile on her face. And I just I just picture like your kids just like walking towards you at the end of this. Like, oh, yeah, I could like, totally uh-huh. like holding the heads of their enemies in her hand. And like, I'd be like, I'm so like proud butter- of you. Yeah, he'd be like, you're getting ice cream after this. <laughs> like, oh, it's, that's great. it's funny because I was sitting with one of the, the mothers um, there, uh, one of the mothers of her friend who, who oh, was yeah. also one of the kids that came over and was like, blood, 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 guts, yay. <laughs> And I, I said when my daughter was five years old, she was going through four or five years old. She was going through a zombie phase to the point where, like, we went and saw World War Z in the movie. We her, she and I had watched what was it? Resident Evil. She was she was totally in yeah, good parenting. <laughs> my wife oh, was, no, 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 no. You, you let her watch I... rated R movie. I'm like, no. the, it was rated R for violence and it was against zombies, not humans. So it's OK. No, you guys are parents of the decade. I when when and if I ever have children, I I want you need to write a children's book and I yes. want to buy it because <laughs> I would like to model my parenting after whatever you guys did with your kids. Because <laughs> holy crap, those those children are amazing. <laughs> So when she was five years old, and I think you've seen these pictures, she wanted to be a zombie. So we made her like total up real zombie, scar, blood, stuff like that. I took this little cupie doll that she had when from when she was a baby, and like I cut a leg off and I put blood on it. And my <laughs> wife came home and she was like, "Oh, absolutely not! This is unacceptable!" And she totally bisected the thing caved in its head put total blood cut off an arm and like my daughter who's five years old at the time is walking around holding this thing acting as if she's going to eat it and i have a picture of her her and her two best friends one of her best friends is a a power ranger and one is like a mermaid the little mermaid and my daughter's is zombie, and she's like, ah, eating this fucking doll. <laughs> and, like, you see the girl who's a little mermaid, she looks so worried. She's like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? We went to this um, amusement park for kids. It was Sesame Place. It was, like, a Sesame Street-themed amusement park. And they had, like, a Halloween day for all the kids, and she went as a zombie and everything. And it's cute, because I have a picture of her mock eating my guts in the parking lot and everything the stuff that zombies do and she was so proud like one of her most proudest moments in life 
is the fact that the little four-year-old kid looked at her and started to cry out of fear. And she, like, to this day, <laughs> she she will beam with pride when she talks about that. See, that's great, but, because uh, it's it's one thing when an adult traumatizes a child, but when a, when, when, when a child traumatizes another child, yes. eh, that someone's earned themselves a gold star. Exactly. But, uh, yes, and, good and parenting. You, and, yeah, and you, I was going to say, and you get your, you know, your dad of the year coffee mug. <laughs> totally brought me back to it and with with them in their little D D session well that's what we always not... said that's what we always said if god forbid anything ever happens to you uh you know and, and your wife we will gladly raise your children in yes. your memory because they yes. are awesome yes you are no you one are... else's kids i will not take over anybody else's children i have absolutely no interest in their shitty kids but <laughs> your kids i will happily raise and I will expose them to all the horrible things you've exposed them over the years to make sure that they keep growing strong and make me proud. Did, did I tell you about the math lesson we had with my daughter like a, a year ago? No, but this sounds less interesting unless she stabbed somebody in the face with a protractor. Well, not, no, it's not that bad. So like last summer, um, every summer we usually go on a big family vacation. And last summer we were going to rent a houseboat and, you know, drive it around a lake and have good family fun. So my daughter comes in, my 10-year-old daughter, and she says, hey, mommy, because we were talking about what groceries we're going to buy for the boat. And she goes, hey, mommy, I want s'mores. And I want a shit ton of chocolate and a shit ton of of um marshmallows and my wife says no 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 i will not accept that you can only have a shit ton of one thing you can have a buttload of anything else but only one shit ton so my daughter thinks about it and she goes okay okay i want a buttload of graham crackers and i want a buttload of marshmallows but i want a shit ton of chocolate and my wife goes okay that's acceptable. And she says, dear daughter, what's two buttloads and a shit ton? And my daughter like seriously thinks about it. And like in my own mind, I did the math and I said, if my kid comes out with this answer, I will love and respect her for the rest of my life. And she goes, wait, you're supposed daughter... to love and respect your child for the rest of her life, no matter what. Well, no, no, no. It's conditional. People say it's unconditional, but in honesty, it's conditional. <laughs> but anyway, so my daughter thinks about it real hard, real seriously, and she goes, um, two buttloads and a shit ton. Is that a fuck ton? And we were like, yay, you're right. Oh, my God. <sighs> but yes, so... That's the kid you're going to inherit when we both die horribly in a car accident. I cannot wait to hear her valedictorian speech. This <laughs> is going to be the most inspirational like, fucking thing I've ever heard. Like, people are going to walk out of there and just like everyone is going to be like like a multimillionaire by the time they, <laughs> they get out into the workforce. Like, they're going to be telling stories like, yeah, I don't know where my life was heading, but then this girl gave the speech at my graduation and oh my god, I saw a God. <laughs> and I just knew what my purpose in, in the world was. It was amazing. That's it. And that's how I and, and 
And that's how I cured cancer. <laughs> there was no bullshit. No more bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit just went away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to go, you know, I was going to be like a computer programmer, but instead I, you know, I solved the energy crisis like overnight because she opened my eyes up to the truth. Uh, Good parent. Uh, kids. Um, okay, so, uh, by the way, uh, I applaud you for moving us away from politics. Thank you, because that was getting just progressively depressing as I we tried. as we kept talking about it. I did, I was going to bring up, while we're getting into entertainment and games in general, I was going to ask Kevin about Satisfactory, but he left. I don't know if you well, spent I've any time played, playing I, I played Satisfactory like four months ago, five, no, Jesus Christ, it was probably, what, before I moved, October, Wait, was it Satisfactory? Wait, didn't so, just come out in a trial B? I'm so confused. I can't yeah, tell. but I had special access to like the very. I was one of the first people to get an alpha key to it. That was wait, 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 wait. I want you to look me in the eyes and tell me the truth. All right. Did you pre-order it? No, no, I did not pre-order it. But okay, I thank God. Have... All right access to the first alpha when I was when they were like please don't talk about this send pictures of it or anything this was when it was still under NDA oh well thank you for sending me pictures of it so I have a question I was reading about I was reading some of the reviews about satisfactory because so when I read the general outline or synopsis of the game it actually sounded pretty interesting and then I watched the um, some videos on YouTube of people playing it and it they kind of lost me. The reason I say is because, so I like the I, so the the fact that you get to build these factories and you have to make them more efficient and you know you have to gather re- resources and all that stuff. That is pretty interesting. But one of the things they said is that there's that there was supposedly a competitive aspect to it where you get to actually battle other players. And, you know, there's like this combat thing. Then that's a combat new. angle to it, right? That there's combat against the creatures in the world but if they added they... combat against other people i'm not aware of that uh okay maybe there maybe that's maybe i misread that maybe it was combat against other creatures but i could have sworn there was a combat mechanic but the thing is like when i watched people playing it and people reviewing the game there was zero mention of that it was they were all talking about like building these factories and and you know uh, optimizing them and making it more efficient but the survival aspect was completely missing from every single gameplay review i watched so is that thing in the game or not i don't know when i played and and i just haven't had the time to play it in like several months and like also when i played it it was like this initial portion of the game it wasn't the whole thing so and only a limited tech aspect so i played it for a few days got to that point and was like okay there's nothing i can really do with the game right now that was really cool it was fun I look forward to playing it more when more comes out. And I think when more came out was in when I was like in the process of moving. And then I was in the process of setting up a house, unpacking it, and then looking for a job. So I really haven't had a chance to play with it since then. So I I haven't played the game since the state that it was in like four or five months ago. So there could have been significant changes uh, by that time but at the time the survival instinct the or the survival um aspect of it was similar to minecraft where there are 
creatures in the world that want to eat your face and you have to survive against them. I do not know of any PvP aspect to the game. It was only PvE. So Okay, yeah, I, I might have imagined the PvP thing. Maybe that doesn't exist in the game. Yeah. So the entire thing is that you gather resources, you build factories that create more resources and then use the resources to build better factories. Is that pretty much the entire premise of the game? That is I... exactly it. It's the same as Factorio, it's the same as Fortress Craft Evolved, it's effectively the same as Minecraft. You mine shit, build things, and, you know, mine more shit, build more stuff, or get more tech, you can mine the harder stuff, and you progress to that, and it's it's the same thing. But it's, it's an, uh, it, I find it to be a fun game. I, I enjoy those games i enjoy like the idle games part of the appeal to games like that to me is i could stuff like anthem and the xbox i feel like the only time i'm going to play that is when you're like hey let's play this oh i mean like after this podcast yes exactly i'm not gonna you know be like oh i have i'm gonna play anthem for four hours or eight hours or 12 hours like kevin Oh, you're going to play you know, for 12 hours. Oh, no, I'm going to make not, you stay on and play for 12 hours. Not like Kevin. The f- stuff like Factorio, Fortress Craft, Satisfactory, any like idle clicker kind of game thing is when you have a job and kids and family and stuff and you want to play a game and feel like you're progressing, you can play these games for 10, 15, 20 minutes, set up an infrastructure and let it run in the background and you come back and you feel like there's been some kind of progression. Like I've created these resources. Now I have all these, this stuff built up and I can go and like, I'm going to build X, Y, and Z real fast. And while to get to this next level, it will take a while, but I can kind of let this factory that I created in the background this machine, this engine, so to speak, continue and produce resources. And then I can come back later and optimize it a little bit, um, upgrade it a little bit. And I feel like I make, I feel like there's progression when I'm not there. And I feel like there's progression when I am there. So their game you'd really enjoy fallout 76. Yeah. Said no one ever. (laughs) So that's, that's my take on it. So I don't know if other people agree with that. I think that they do because of the popularity of these kind of games. But um, I'm still trying. I'm still curious. I uh, do you remember a game called uh, World Adrift? No. Okay, so this is a game that I tried to get you and Kevin into because I remember when the alpha. Came, uh, I don't remember if it was the alpha or the beta came out, and I remember I I in all my excitement I sent you guys this link. I was like, dude, you guys got to check this out. This game sounds amazing. It's exactly what you what you like. Download it immediately. We're going to play this together. We're going to have so much fun. Oh, my God, it's the best game ever. And you guys, like, took five minutes looking at it and said, yeah, this is boring. Yeah, this is not at all what I want to do. Yeah, this game sucks. Don't bother me again. Just lose my number. Who is this prank caller? Um, oh, no, I kind of remember uh, this, and I think it so, did look neat. But, well, I don't know. There was World something. of Drift is literally, like, it's when you, you control a character and you gather resources and you build these, like, amazing like spacecraft right like ships sailboat ships 
I can't, I don't know how else to explain it. But, and then you explore and you battle and you do all those other things. I haven't played it since the initial like alpha or, or beta, whatever the hell it was, but you might want to take a look at it. They've done a lot of work on it. It's a pretty and pretty, it's a pretty amazing game. I don't know. Yeah, I, it looks kind of what neat. It look, they have like, like cool tech trees and and yeah. stuff I'm, I'm just looking at the website now and like yeah this is totally something that i would definitely check out and it's definitely kind of, a team it's a team game you really not supposed to play by yourself you're supposed to like get your friends together and you guys build this thing together and then you go and like, explore okay. and do shit that's so, kind of where you lose me maybe that because was if you know, it's it's hard enough to do this this podcast with with the three of us, as evidenced by the fact that there's only two of us here right now. It, so it like, is it is like herding cats. You're right. Trying it's, it's, to yeah. get like, you know, if I can only play a game when there's when I'm playing with my friends, when we all three of us have time then yeah it's i'm never going to really progress on it judging you know evidenced by the fact that i've done one mission on anthem so oh, we'll change oh we'll change it today don't worry we'll yeah. uh we won't stop until you finish the game tonight that's fine but yeah spoiler no, the final it, battle it looks, is kind of a letdown <laughs> it, it, yeah i'm sure I can't get into multiplayer-only games because of that reason. I like to be able to pick up a game for like five or ten minutes whenever and and play it. Then if I'm taking a shit and I could progress for five minutes in a game, I, I want to be able to do that. You know, like today, I was trying to clean the house and it took me, what should have taken me 20 minutes, took me 40 minutes because I got a... Daddy, can you help me with this problem? And I would help my daughter with some math equation, come back, you know, put three dishes away. Daddy? So sitting down, playing a mission for 45 minutes or whatnot is does not really fit into my lifestyle. And again, I think that's why like these kind of idle games these clicker games these these incremental games where you can go and like click seven buttons feel feel like you've made pro it's all just a number that gets bigger there's no real you know you're not actually saving the world here or anything but like it's that little minute progression that you could do in two minute ten minute or thirty second chunks that makes you feel somewhat invested in the game. Yeah, so somebody um, who's not so somebody who's not a parent, I definitely can't relate to what you're saying, but I definitely understand it. And I think that would make for an awesome sub-segment to this podcast where you and Kevin can introduce certain games, movies, uh distractions that work well for, you know, um what do I call those people? Um uh saps that had children. Whereas, right. the, you know, the rest of us are happy and enjoy life and explore the world. And, you know, I, I, I love the fact that, I you know, in the morning I wake up and go, hey, do I have to take care of the kid? <laughs> no, 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 I totally pulled out. So the thing is, like, <laughs> you guys can, can discuss those things that are more I – to, I like, I definitely understand that because uh, we have it to a much smaller extent. Like, sometimes I'll be playing a game and, like, even with something like Anthem and I'll start a stronghold – 
And then my wife will walk into the room and say, hey, you know what? I just worked really hard to make this really, you know, this really amazing meal for us. Can you put the Time game you down? down on me? Yeah, can what? you put the game down? And, and like, I am such an asshole because I look at her with this look in my face and go, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, I have a team of these unknown people I've never even heard of. And we're, like, about to get some fucking elite loot and you want me to put this remote down so i can eat this meal you spend four hours making how how fucking dare you like what is wrong with you and in the moment it makes sense but like 10 minutes later when she's divorcing me i'm like oh yeah no that makes sense i'm a complete fucking asshole so i'm well, ex- i'm assuming with children that's even more exacerbated when because you actually have more responsibility and you can be pulled away at any point so yes i definitely get that Anything that involves multiplayer commitments or, you know, commitments to with your friends, that kind of stuff really can't be taken into consideration. You have way too much responsibility and way too many things you have to do in, in the course of any given day. Well, it, it's more exacerbated, but on, on a much grander scale. Like you said, you know, you're you're playing for 30 minutes or so and then your wife is like, come here, you have to eat dinner for the next 20 minutes or so and pay attention to me and acknowledge that I exist. The thing with kids is you put this great effort in for 18, 20 years or whatnot and you hope that you're going to get this return on investment. So... You know, when I'm like 80 years old and incontinent and I can't, you know, take care of myself and I'm, you know, shitting myself and I need someone to take care of me, I will have this child that hopefully has like taken control of the country or is a doctor or making you know, seven or eight figures a year and will be able to take care of me or at least put me in a nice home while you without children will be like shitting yourself and like walking around with a peg leg out in an alley somewhere going, fuck, I should have had kids that could take care of me right now. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man. I am going to die alone. Oh, that's cool. That's fine. Honey, honey. (laughs) I hope you're feeling in the mood tonight. Yeah, or our children, or, yeah, which is why you have to be very careful how you raise your kids, because they could sort of, that thing could hold backfire, they could end up like me, where they could be like, oh, honey, daddy's having an aneurysm, and she's like, yeah, but you know what, this is like masterwork loot that I'm gathering right now, so, (laughs) sorry, man, I would love to save your life, but if I don't finish this mission, I'm not gonna get the cool digital hat for my character, so... Oh, you're gonna have to die. Sorry. So yeah, okay, that makes medical sense. Medical technology will be able to bring you back, Dad. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So last thing I just want to touch on before we wrap up because uh, oh, well, we're wrapping up. This is so much fun. Yeah, I know. But at some point, you like the think second of half the... of this episode and like another of our just like Jerry and Skippy episode. No, but think like about this way. Interim. Think of the person that has to edit this later. <laughs> For the love of God, think of the editors. No, it's just a stream of consciousness. Nothing has to be edited as long no. as we don't anything. We're good. Yeah, I don't. I don't waste hours of my life on this. So I just wanted to touch on one one thing real quick. Did you watch the Google Stadia presentation? I started to, but I kevined it. Oh, fucking! A. Oh, Sorry. so you loved it? That's great. Wait, did you come in as you fell asleep, or did you stick yes. a fist up your ass halfway into it? 
At this point, you have to clarify. See all of the above. I was <laughs> like, wow, this is really cool. I'm getting excited. I think I kind of want to fist up my asshole. And I did that. And then I was like, but I'm sitting in my recliner and I have a quilt on me. So I'm nice and warm and comfy. So I fell asleep. <laughs> with right, fist so up. Okay, so Stadia is pretty interesting. Although I have to say, as usual, Google's branding is uh, just just terrible like stadia stadia that's the best name they could come up with because you know what they used all the good names or all the relevant names before so like for example they could have possibly named this google play but they can't because they used google play to for some reason name their app store and then you think okay maybe they could have named this google games which isn't the most creative thing but okay kind of makes sense but no you can't because they use google games for a title of some game uh apps like progression reward service thing that they made up to that like plugs into existing mobile games that nobody fucking uses and nobody gives a shit about so that name is wasted so they came up with stadia and well, I, i'm sorry stadia, play no, on stadium because it has like I a know, streaming I know. aspect and but but i know it's a plural of stadia but it it sounds like something you should go see your doctor about if your erection lasts longer <laughs> than 4 true? hours like it's just it's such a terrible name it's a i took like, 28 viagra and now yeah. look at this and he's like oh you have google stadia yeah, oh, like, no! oh no like, yeah like like the side effect of google stadia is definitely diarrhea and and the thing is like they they so like, no thought went into this at all. But, like, this is another... Okay, I'm sure... I think that Google Stadia is going to do well. And it's a really ambitious product. And it's really cool. But as with most things, I think, recently that Google has put out, I kind of look... I remember watching the presentation and going... At every point, I was like, that's amazing. That's incredible. That's awesome. And then as soon as it was done, I actually, like, thought about it and said, this is nothing I would ever fucking pay money for it's great if you're a regular gamer, if you play games on a regular basis, and I mean like daily, uh, and you play a lot of games, this could be really great. If you're a creator, this is a must-have. It's it's awesome. With all the tools that they plug into for creators as far as like uh, letting you easily stream to YouTube and uh, sharing clips and letting people uh, jump into your games and view their games and interact with you as you're streaming, that stuff is awesome. I also love the feature of the fact that I feel like you're playing a game and you're struggling with a certain like part of the game, like a boss or a puzzle. You can like press the assistant button on your remote and say, how do I like beat this? And it like shows oh, wow. you a YouTube video. Yeah, like it's cool. re- there's a lot of things re- like really plugged into it. Yeah, they say like, oh, you don't need any additional hardware. Like it works on whatever you have. But at the same time, eh, if you want to play it on your TV, you need the newest Chromecast, and you kind of need the new remote. So there's definitely some investment there that yeah. you're gonna to get everything out of it. Although, I mean, technically speaking, you could just play it on your phone or your Chromebook or your existing laptop. But still, it's really great. But it's just I can't imagine paying a monthly fee for something like this. And that's just me. If you're a heavy gamer, yeah, this is this is awesome. If you're a creator, if you're a streamer, this is awesome. For somebody like me, eh, nah, I am not even remotely interested in it. I keep have in mind, to and, see. And keep, in mind, and keep in mind, it's not like on day one, every game ever is going to be accessible on this. It's not like you have the entire Steam catalog or the entire right. uh, Epic Games catalog. It's, we don't even know what games are going to be available. Right now, they announced literally one game. The next right. Doom game is going to be on this thing. Yeah. Beyond that, 
We don't know anything. We don't know what the lag is going to be like, what the game catalog is going to be like. Uh, we don't know what the right. cost is going to be like. Eh, it's a lot of very yeah. That's that's fun. highly subjective. Now, if I could, judging from my life now, if I can do something like if I'm playing a game, okay, I'm at home, I'm on my desktop in in my office, I, I have my sound and and everything like is turned up and i could play the game like it's supposed to be and it's awesome and then you know what i go downstairs to be with the family and i'm sitting in my chair and like my wife and my daughter are watching fucking veterinarian shows which they do and i could sit there and play my game Whoa, on my cheap ra- 200 dollar laptop this raises a lot more questions, but we'll save that for episode eight. Yeah, Go no, ahead. we're talking about Dr. Pohl with his arm three quarters of the, up the way of, you know, up a cow's ass. They love that shit. But anyway. Oh, my God, it's Kevin the Cow. I'm sorry. Watch, you know, Dr. Pohl putting his cat, his arm up a cow's ass, and I'm playing my games on my laptop. Which I kind of do, because right now I use Steam Streaming to stream from my gaming desktop to my podunk laptop, which has like 4 gig of RAM, but can just do the stream fine, which is, is great. That would be amazing. And if I could do that, and then as I walk to work every day, play this, you know, an awesome game and and do it on my phone... And, and, you know, play a game when I'm walking to work or whatnot, stuff like that would be cool. And if it's a relatively decent price, like 10 or 15 bucks a month, I might consider that. Well, so, that raises – okay, but that raises another question. How much – how – It depends on the catalog. On things, it depends on the it depends availability. On how much time, yeah. it, but it also depends on how much time you, you want to invest in actual gaming. Like, Oh, for me, so you're bringing in the – Kevin scale. Right well, no, now. no, no, no. <laughs> yes. yes, you are. Which we have to refine. Yes, you but, are. The, but no, what I'm saying is, for example, okay, so there are times when I'm when I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, what am I gonna do today? And I think of like, do I okay, jerk off or do I play a game? Right, and that's pretty much the only decision or do I, jerk I ever off have to while make. playing a game. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Google, if you could solve that with Stadia, that'd be great. <laughs> New, new, it has uh, the Fleshlight API. So, <laughs> uh, oh. go on before so, this gets anywhere. So, <laughs> I think we're there. Um, no, I mean, as far as like going, I'm not, and this, this isn't like I'm not criticizing people that play games in any sort of, but in some, but in some cases, like I'll go, okay, I don't really feel like going downstairs and like doing all this thing, or I don't feel like turning on my laptop and playing this game that I can only play on my laptop. So I'm actually going to do something productive or something healthy or, you know, whatever. In some in some ways, I'm looking at this and going, if gaming becomes so easily where I can do it every moment of the day, do I really want that? Because the temptation to yeah, do it is going to increase. So I really don't want to spend my entire day staring at a screen. And again, and if you do, that's fine. That's your decision and you should be able to do that, which is why, again, I'm saying this is a really cool product. I just don't think it's for me. Like I kind of want to get – I almost want to have an excuse where I'm like, eh, I don't, no, feel, like that's a good I don't feel like turning the console on. I just want to go do something else. Right. But if it's yeah, yeah but if it's so readily available, I'm I'm like you know I might be too tempted. 
No, that, that's a good point, because when you could just pick up a game for 30 seconds, two minutes, and be like, oh, you know, it's kind of like, instead of reading this article for five minutes, I could continue playing this game for five minutes. And, and you're right, it's, to some point, Love, Death, and Robots it is kind of like that, too. It's like, here you go, here's content in, like, 15-minute chunks. It's It's like what YouTube is. It's short, quick bits of content that you could consume in 10, 5, 10, 15 minutes, and that becomes easy and and quick, and that's what you default to instead of something else. We were talking about right. this. There's a place close by where it's like kind of a society of creative anachronisms kind of thing where it's like the village is as life was in the 1800s and everything. And there are kids going around. And, like, if you send your kid to camp there, they play with hoops and sticks during okay, the well, day. That, okay, well, that's and terrible. Make, I don't want to go back to that. Yeah, well, you know, they make a doll out of, like, some fuzz and a piece of cloth and string, and you draw a face on it, and that's your doll, and you that's your entertainment for the day. And you have to use things like... Oh, shit. What's that word? It's what we used to use as kids before there were screens feeding everything to it. Imagination. That's Ew. it. Imagination. You know, so you have to use your imagination and creativity and everything. That's a four-letter word with a, lot back, more wor- with a lot more letters in it. Yeah, no. It goes back to why I turned my daughter onto shit like comics and um got her into comics which is why she loves alita and and captain marvel like she's been waiting for captain marvel for like two years because she's been reading the comics for that long that's why i turned my daughter on to D. year and a half two years ago um one of her friends at school one of her friend's fathers ran a D campaign for a bunch of like fourth and fifth and six year old uh sixth grade kids and i was like that's amazing like that's the best thing i could ever imagine for my kid because they're going to have to pick up a book they're going to have to use their imagination they're going to have to think about something that they normally wouldn't think about and it's just brings out they're not in front of a screen and they're using imagination and thinking and and problem solving and stuff like that. And dude, like, dude, I, I already said I'm buying your parenting book. All right, I got <laughs> it. You sold me. I already, Jesus Christ, do I have to pre-order the fucking thing before you leave me alone about it, all right? Yes, you're a good parent, and I'm not one. God. No, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, that's the kind of, it's it's good for them. I mean, like, I grew yes, up in that shit, and I learned, you know, and read so much from that. And, yeah, I, I, it's hard for parents nowadays because you have to fight the glowing rectangle, and it's ubiquitous. It's the TV. It's the phone. It's the laptop and every. It's, it's the fucking Google Home screen that you have in your your kitchen yeah which is why i am going like as i said i reference this for a reason when i have kids i am going to do the mature and responsible thing and i'm going to drop them on an island with weapons and i'm going to let them instead spend their childhood fighting to the death and when the winter emerges then they can get some tv time 
And okay. I would be buying your parenting book. <laughs> right. So, and I will. Yeah. And if you visit me in prison, I will sign it for you. Absolutely. No, fucking. Uh, I will. I will become president just so I can pardon you. Thank you. <laughs> when my daughter does shit like doesn't do her homework. Thank God I have Google Home. And if I get that email from the teacher at work, I will be like, okay. And I press the pause button. And like 10 minutes later, I get a call from my daughter crying saying, how do I reboot the router? Because the internet's not working. It's like the internet's not working because you didn't do your homework, dear. And she's like, oh, fuck. In some ways, I envy you without having, you know, any kids. But I'm sure once I'm old and gray and I need someone to put me in a nice home instead of me digging garbage out of some garbage can on the the street, uh, I'll be thankful that I have kids. Nice, and I think that's a very way as a very good way to summarize our feeling on Google Stadia. <laughs> Google, <laughs> digging through Is that how we got onto this? this... That's wow. Right. All right. All right, so I think at this point we can wrap up here because <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but I'm glad we did. So I think it's the tequila. I think that's how we got here. Yeah, it's just pretty much true. But I did realize that I have drank almost the entire bottle of that shitty wine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. If I said that about the tequila, I'd probably be dead. Especially yeah, since yeah. Seven, yeah. Five I, yes, whereas I may be sending more sexy photos. You definitely would be lying in a chalk outline at this point. So let's let's wrap up here. And there's a few more topics that we want to touch on, but as usual, we can leave that for episode eight. I thought I, you know, it's weird. I thought we had a third person on this podcast. Uh, I, I don't know. Just imagining things. I don't remember a third person. No, I always I feel like this was always a two person podcast, and I imagined a voice in my head. No. Uh, uh, I can put you back the very first episode and i guarantee you it's only two people that is a good point i should definitely not listen to any more episodes i should only listen to the first one and assume that that is the way it has always been good i'm gonna go do that so uh we are gonna wrap up episode seven here and god willing we may have an episode eight we'll see uh our doctors may advise against it at this point (laughs) i have a feeling we're definitely going to have an episode eight and it might be special Oh, no. Oh, okay. I'm not going to ask any more questions. I'm going to wait till episode 8 for this reveal. Yeah. I and know so- Kevin won't listen to the the preview of this before it goes live, So, and he probably uh, won't listen to it once it goes live. So Yeah, and also, I don't, I, I don't even know what a Kevin is. So um, <laughs> just a really quick, if you do, if you do want to, if, if anybody ever hears this and you do want to reach us, uh, again, I can be found on on Twitter at uh, cynical Skippy. You can find Jerry at Jerry Yells. Uh, I think there's an at Kevin Yells. Yes, and please do that if you're out there and listening. Please don't think that anyone else is going to do it. If if you're listening out there and you're not the three of us, just send us a hey, I've listened to you. And like maybe give us a thumbs up and a thumbs down and let us know how we're doing because um 
we have no proof that there's anyone else out yeah, there. Yeah, that sounds incredibly desperate, so let me add to that. There's also an email, uh, which is <laughs> oldmanyelladpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so, yeah, I would love to – you know, at this point, honestly, yeah, if anybody wants to tell us how much we suck, that'd be great too. But if not, <laughs> good. Keep on trucking, and we'll see you guys in episode eight. Oh, you know what? Wait, wait. No, I'm going to stop right there. Sorry. I broke – yeah, no, I broke. I broke my rule. Every episode has to end with a closing thought, and oh, Jeffrey, I'd oh, like yeah. to hear. I'd like to hear your closing thought. No, why don't you go first while I think of a closing thought? Because if I had one, I wouldn't have asked you to make one. Oh, okay. So um, my closing thought is, um, you know, kids kind of suck while you're while they're growing up, and you kind of want to euthanize them, especially during the uh, teenage years. But you you put forth that effort. So when you're like 70 or 80 years old, you have someone to support you when you're old and decrepit. Okay, that's good. Good, good. That's a great thing. I would like to close this episode on saying that Jerry was was very, very brave in some of the things that he shared with us today. So if anybody would like to contact us and join his class action lawsuit against Randy Quaid, uh, once again, uh, we listed our email and our Twitter handle. So please reach out and – Let's bring this monster down together, okay? Great. We'll see you guys in episode 8.